Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome hey. to On the Mic, David Freeman. Hello, Mike. Mike, good to see you. It's been a long time, mate. It's been a long time since we rock and roll, my friend. And we have rock and roll. Oh, he's got a lot of dirt on me, this kid. <laughs> mate, what, what an incredible life you've had growing up in the racing industry, getting a feel for the money with yeah. dad doing the bookmaking and then years later getting out of school and opening your nightclub in King's Cross, the back room, which is where we met yep yeah yeah you were there plenty of times <laughs> hanging out there with all sorts of celebrities lara bingle justin bieber just a few and, and then you've you've mike uh, golden <laughs> of course <laughs> and then starting this multi-gazillion dollar coconut water company in the making for that hopefully. in the making in the making which which obviously you know uh leads me to my first question what's justin bieber like you know what? He's actually a really nice person. You know, I got to have a good chat with him yeah. when we were there in the back room. And, you know, it was pretty full on, yeah. li- which is his life. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it was like we're crammed down the back of the back room yeah. in this little corner with people just trying to get to him. And it was me and him having a chat. And we we're just... You were trying to get to him as well. Back. Don't lie. Well, I got to You're him. a massive Bieber <laughs> fan. You're a believer. I am a believer, actually. You're getting autographs. I am a believer. And when he came back out here, we actually got the chance to give him some uh, Coco Espresso. And he loved it and drank it oh. constantly on stage. And a little, little bit to of promo. And his um, around his... Uh, on his tour, so... Because yeah. I worked with him, I think it was the same year. Is that the year where they, he did the sunrise appearance? It was, yeah. And they yeah. had to cancel it. Because like they asked me to come down Too many and, people. and do yeah. crowd control on the water. And, the, and you know when you go to a rock concert and they have that, that second barrier? Yep. Because kids go crazy and they end up crushing the ones at the front. There's a couple well, of barriers outside. Like. Yeah, but they didn't have that yeah. down on the water there at yeah. Circular Keys. So I'm up on stage and I'm watching these kids being pulled out one by one. And this was only a couple of years after someone died at the Limp Biscuit concert on the gold coast oh, sad. and so everyone's gone i don't know if we can do this because justin bieber wasn't even there yet yeah yep. he wasn't there for another two hours and kids were fainting and getting taken away in ambulances unbelievable isn't so it? i said listen i'm not gonna work i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna work here if you're gonna let justin bieber shop and kids are gonna get crushed and it's gonna be really really bad for you guys so they cancelled it and and i stupidly said something on the microphone about you know, we might have to cancel it. Yeah. I had about a thousand hate messages from oh, little gosh. kids on yeah. my Facebook. You took Justin Bieber away from me. It's unbelievable, How could you right? Do that? It's just like, I mean, I mean, he's an icon. You and know, then he like played on no... Sunrise too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're, well, that's pretty cool that you got him to drink your H2 cocoa he, and he Lara, Lara Bingle as well. Like she was drinking it all over the world. And yeah, she was. Look, she was a fantastic part of the story, yeah. the development of H2 cocoa. You know, we we brought her on. She was a friend of mine. Yeah. We brought her on uh, to represent the brand. Mm. She lived and breathed what the brand was about. Yeah. You know, we were about real people. <laughs> what? Yeah, about hangover surf cure. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that. Being, that was, uh, if being you were Lara the ambassador. Show. Yeah. You know that being Lara show yeah, that she yeah. did. Did she yeah. make an appearance on that? I didn't. No, no. no, no. Oh, but, we did. We filmed some stuff for HKK, but I didn't. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I saw. I saw. Because uh, I was just here to do a bit of research and googling you and stalking mm. you online, and I actually just uh, typed in David Freeman. 
uh, H2 Coco and Lara Bingle was one of the yeah, first singers came yeah. out and she's doing this uh, reality TV series and she was in New Zealand and on New Zealand television yep. there to talk about the launch of this coconut water yep. that she She's a spokesmodel for. And the first thing they do is put up a half-naked photo of her that Brendan Favola, an Australian football player, yeah. had taken of her in well, the back room. She's like, poppy syndrome, all right, of the media that try to cut it down. We did. We went to New Zealand. Um, we launched the brand with her there. And it was really well-perceived. And yeah. it went really well. You know, we're still to date. We're number one um, brand represented in, in New Zealand and for coconut water. And mm. she'd done a fantastic job. Like I said, she was a beach babe. You know, she had everything going for her in terms of what the values of HD Coco were. And they represented that at the time. And we needed a way to educate people on what coconut water was at that mm. time. Yeah. No one knew what it was. It didn't no exist. One, no one did. Like, uh, if you're in Thailand, you might have it in an actual coconut. That's and, right. and you think, that's the only way I can have it. But it's, it's evolved and, and it's in cans and it's in cartons. Yeah. And uh, I've got to say, I'm thinking about wrapping the interview up now because, um, well, you know, you've, you run a coconut water company. You didn't even bring any freaking coconut water. Well, I did actually. I brought, oh, you got I, some. I brought you one. One. Dude, we've got, well, we've got a crew of thousands time. here. I mean... That, that we're, we're, I told them that, that we've finally got an interview with someone who owns a company that might bring us some free shit. All right, all right, and all right. I may have bought a little more. Oh, now I feel silly. Hello! <laughs> Frankie, there you go, mate. It's just for you. Oh. Yeah. What else you got? we got oh, some... Oh, look uh, at this. Coco Espresso. Super green with superfoods. Oh, yeah, so you've got stuff that's all... It's one of our newest ranges. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well, as as I'm holding it and looking like we're doing an infomercial on the bowling show, and so to you, Maura. Um, let, let's talk about how the hell you got into doing this. I mean, you you're a, a partying nightclub entrepreneur yeah. uh, who's you know doing a great job, and then King's Cross all turned to shit. So you thought, what am I going to do now? Yeah, how did you, was... how did you all of a sudden end up having a coconut water company? So it's been a it's been a long journey. It's been one of those journeys for um, it's been ten years in the making actually, and. The story all started in a Bikram yoga class in New York City. So I was just on holidays in New York and uh, I just finished my first and only ever Bikram yoga class. And, and the teacher gave me a fresh coconut, you know, an actual, you know, in a real coconut. The Bikram yoga, me, that's the one that you do in a hot it's room. It's like yoga in a sauna. Sauna, yeah. Yeah, or a steam room or something like that, like hot yoga. And the, the teacher gave me a fresh coconut and he said to me, these are the benefits of it, hydration, it's got electrolytes, blah, blah, blah. And I tried it at the time and I loved the taste. And he said a couple of little words to me. He said, but you just can't open it. It's so hard to open. Mm. And I was like, it was that light bulb moment mm. that was just like, imagine how good this would be if it was in a ready to drink packaging that you mm. could just crack it open, drink it, yeah. feel your hydration after you've just dehydrated yourself from Bikram Yoga or, mm. um, or anything, any yeah. sports. And so I walked out into, the, into New York and... I started to see, uh, check the stores. Is there coconut water in a the package there? Mm. Getting on Google and just mm. researching everything I could and mm. I had no idea about the beverage industry. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I sold alcoholic beverages in my yeah. bars, but this is a completely different kettle of fish. Mm. And so I did my research and I saw one brand in packaged coconut water and it, today it's the biggest brand in the world called Vita Coco and a fantastic job those guys have done. Mm. Um, and they... It was inspiring to see that this didn't exist in the Australian market. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a crack. So mm. I went back and did probably three, four months worth of research and Google and finding where coconuts come from and how to source them and mm. all these sorts of stuff. And I put together a business plan. Mm. I borrowed $200,000 from my auntie mm. at the time. She, uh, she'd just been through a divorce, unfortunately. And got, that was the best thing that came from it. <laughs> started with divorce money. 
Who's your um, auntie? She's a lovely lady, Jane, and she's still involved in the business today. Auntie Jane. I've got an auntie Jane. That's awesome. If it wasn't for her, it wouldn't be here. That's amazing that she helped you out. Isn't it great when family help you out like that? Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, you know, it was something that I I had this idea and I was just determined to to make it happen and I didn't have enough money myself to do it. I had some money myself to put into it, so, but hers was the big chunk of it. And um, So what'd you do with that 200 grand? So it was a loan, hmm. so it wasn't a gift, it was a loan. Hmm. And I went traveling with my research and my business plan. <laughs> I need 200 grand, Auntie Jane. <laughs> Not on a holiday. I've got to go on holidays. <laughs> just, just, go, just go do some research, just some coconut water. Just okay. be drinking a lot of it, probably I with may vodka. have been sitting on a beach trying to <laughs> coconut. coladas. <laughs> Auntie Jane, trust but me. Don't tell her that. <laughs> Oh, no, this See, is that's a lot of trust. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that my parents wouldn't be giving me any money to go so, traveling the world. No, look, I went, I went traveling in source of the right coconut manufacturer. And, you know, I went to Thailand, Indonesia, mm. Philippines, Brazil, four mm. different countries. Yeah. And I visited probably four or five different factories and manufacturers and supplies and, yeah. and crops within each country. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I discovered and... One of the things I was mainly looking for was that right manufacturer in terms of cleanliness, hygiene, capabilities, taste, like, you know, everything. I wanted to, this was my first visit to an Asian country um, to understand this. And I didn't want to be manufacturing in some Asian sweatshop with Mm. kids and all this sorts of stuff. I really wanted to make sure. And that happens. But so where was the best in the world? So I I landed up in Philippines Mm. um, and we produced from a factory in the south of Philippines. Mm -hmm. And it just had really good um, taste, really good cleanliness. It had only BRC certification. Yeah. Um, so just to give you a bit of a background, and this is to date, this has been one of my main values is you know is quality control and assurance. And uh, we ended up with a factory. All of these different factories that I visited, mm. basically every factory had what they call HACEP and ISO twenty two hundred, which are to me these days they're certi- factory certifications that. Mm you can pretty much get off the back of a milk carton. You oh, know, really? like okay. it's like every factory's got it in every country. Yeah. But not every factory in every country has this one called BRC certification. Mm. And they are like a really, really detailed audit. Yeah. That's what if you're looking to produce a product or something yeah. like that, a quality in a factory, mm. go for the BRC. So to date now we manufacture from uh, five different manufacturers and mm. every one of them has BRC certification mm. on top of that ISO. Uh, HACEP and ISO 2200. Yeah, cool. So you, that was in the Philippines? That was in the Philippines. And um, I remember the day... Is that what, was, so that's where it all comes from? Uh, no, actually, today, now, we manufacture from Thailand and Philippines. Okay. And majority of our production comes from Thailand. Hmm. So probably about 85% of it is Thai. Hmm. And oh. You speak any Thai? No, I don't. So I need Of course, yeah, the, the hellos and goodbyes and stuff like that. But day and yen. I am waiting for that time that hmm. when, you know, I'm sitting in in the boardrooms with the Thai manufacturers or I'm mm. down in the factory with the workers and, yeah. and they're talking Thai and are they talking about me? And I just you, sit there and I respond. You know the best thing <laughs> Thanks to very do, much. You just learn this because if you've got one of your mates there when you're doing one of those deals, just point to your friend and go, Katoi. <laughs> and, and, no, all, and all the Thai people laugh. You know what that means? Yeah. No, I don't know what that lady means. Boy. Oh, lady boy. Lady boy, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I want to use that language your, in the factory. Your friend sits there like, What's going on? And then all the Thai people are like, ah, laughing. no, lady boy, you cannot say that. I mean, it's amazing their sense of humor yeah, about all cool. that. You know, they're cool. They're such beautiful people. such beautiful people. But everyone in the Philippines and Thai, they've just been so lovely to work with. And mm. I've learned so much about their cultures and 
um, you know, and and the way that they live, even yeah. the way that you know the way that they work, and mm. it's been an amazing. Are you journey. helping out some of the villages? I was reading something in the paper the other day yeah. where you're uh, helping a farming communities in Thailand. Yeah, look, we've we've done a, a couple of things like that. So back in 2011, uh, end of 2011, actually, we just got ranged in Coles and Boost Juice. They were our sort of biggest customers, and it was sort of our first break. Yeah, um, we launched in. This was the end of 2011. And I don't know if you remember, there was an, an unfortunate tragedy. There was a massive typhoon that um, yeah. hit the Philippines. It was the biggest typhoon to ever hit the Philippines. And at that time, it, um, it wiped out a massive area of the Philippines, unfortunately. And um, mm. condolences to those families. But sad. it was um, it was really sad. And I um, at that time, I jumped on a plane and went over there and, and teamed up with the Red Cross and, mm. and did some giving back to the Philippines campaign here. And we launched it all throughout all my bars yeah. and everything like that. Oh, and I had you, celebrities man. holding signs and all sorts of different That's stuff cool. to donate. And a donation of our, all of our, a part of our sales for a period of time all went to the Red Cross. And That's great. I got the opportunity to jump in a helicopter and fly over the, uh, the what would you call it? The zone that was the devastation. Devida- devastation, yeah. Mm. And it was, it was really devastating. And you know, I wanted to help that. And moving from that day forward, I always said that, you know, we want to work with factories that are involved in the agricultural um, re, uh, replanting of coconut trees and mm. giving back to the local mm. communities because great, I, I think man. it's a really important thing. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I understand. And nothing can beat that feeling, you know, when, when you're actually helping people get back on their feet and yeah. and you've given back and, and so many other businesses that probably... Yeah, it relied on that area, probably just went, oh, you know what? Okay, well, so we can't use them anymore. Let's yeah. have a look at Thailand. But yep. you, you got on a plane, went over there and got your hands dirty and helped yeah. out. So yeah. good you, man. Yeah. That's it amazing. Was. It was. Um, I mean, again, it was, it was a big lesson for me. And, you know, we mm. still produce with them um, and they're great. Um, but at that time, the lesson that I, I did learn from that was, you know, you do need to have multiple sources. Mm. Um, and that's where we did, um, we changed to another factory as well. Oh, didn't change, sorry. Mm. We added another factory mm. in the Philippines um, and expanded our source just so, you know, that, that put us into a really bad position. Mm. We just got ranged in coals. We just got ranged yeah. in boost juice and we were going to be out of stock for three or four months. And mm. at the time I didn't have much money in the business and yeah. didn't have huge sales. And it was a massive setback for us not to be able to supply these major retailers that have yeah. just given us that break. Do they pay you straight away? I hear all these rumors about these big retailers that make you wait for a year till you get paid. <sighs> and then they go, okay, you're broke. And then they buy your company. Did look, you ever have a no, stop with that? I think with that's any, a bit extravagant. Without mentioning any names? That never happened to no, you? No, look, I, no, not at all. No, they, they're not like that. And mm. your terms with these guys are really how you said it. And they're pretty consistent on their terms. Has, um, have you always just been up and up and up for you guys? Or have there been any, been any moments where you've gone, oh, shit. Like like then when you didn't have enough coconuts. Yep, yeah. What, what are we gonna do? You know, did you ever panic and think, shit, could this be the end? Yeah, look, there's there's definitely been moments in the business where I've been like, oh no, what's going on? What do we do here? And mm. probably one of the biggest things was is a factor that I still live by. It's called growing broke. Um, it's a a chapter in a book called Winning by Jack Welsh, which is an amazing book and it teaches the elements of and the dangers of growing broke. And sometimes you can over index into what you're trying to do and have the sales there and everything's going good but can you afford the sustainability of it internally and can you support it internally and sometimes it's not all about just trying to reach out to every single opportunity but yeah. you know pulling in the reins and focusing 
You can get too things. big too quick. Is that what growing? That's what growing broke, broke is. is. Yeah, yeah getting too big too quick and not being able to manage it. Mm. You know, like like I said, I didn't have a financial support of mm. of all this. I didn't have deep bank accounts. You know, like the Red Barons and yeah. those sorts of brands. And Did you find you know from from your background? You know, you had a racing family. You had a nightclub in the cross. Because I, I I found it surprising to think that you needed to borrow money of your auntie. Yeah. Do, do you get a lot of people thinking, oh, he's loaded. You know, he could just do it all himself. He started yeah, a coconut water company. Yeah. I think that's a great story that uh, i'm glad we're getting out there about you because i i wouldn't have thought that see yeah. a, lot, a lot of people like to presume that um just because you've got this background that you're, you're doing all right already yeah i suppose assumptions of man's worst friend you know like it's one of those things that my father passed away when i was five years old mm. you know so yeah he was in the racing industry and he was a bookmaker and um you know it was a life that i had for five years mm. but does that write your path in your future when you're a five-year-old kid mm. you know it's um and it's been a great legacy of mine and you know i love love him to death but it's um one of those things that <clears throat> it um i had to really i had to develop my own future mm. and i went out on my own and and did these sorts of things and mm. you know we weren't left with a lot um i still don't you know, did you have a father figure that. in your life when you when you lost your dad all those years ago? Who, who um, sort of took over the reins to be your guiding light? Auntie Jane? Yeah, look, Auntie Jane was great. Yeah. Um, a father figure I, I never really had. Um, no, there was no. There's, there's friends of my father that were there and stuff like that, definitely. Um, but you know, I never really, and probably one of my biggest regrets in business growing up is I never took on that mentor role. I never had a proper mentor through mm. business mm. and I regret that. I do now. Mm. The last couple of years now, I've seen the value in how mm. good a mentor can be and really help you and have, having someone to talk to, mm. um, an important part of anyone that wants to start a business. Do you think that going it alone feeling that you, you've, you've had for most of your life has been an asset to you and you, you've used that as an advantage? Um, look, I, I think it has it been an asset to me. No, not really. You didn't have like, a mentor, yes no. like you were just saying. You know, you've you've all, you've sort of been a lot of my stuff is done in my gut instinct. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big believer in your gut instinct, mm. and obviously doing your research and understanding like what you've got to achieve and what you what you're trying to achieve. You mm. know, like for instance, you know, I went out there on a limb. Coconut water didn't exist in the Australian market or New Zealand market. No mm. one. This was we launched on the shelf in 2010, and this was before the actual health trend. Mm. You know, everyone was still drinking sugar. Everyone didn't care what the preservatives are having. There was all these, you know, no one was really getting involved in health trend. That really mm. kicked in maybe four or five years ago. Sugar's fucked, and isn't it? It's not the best, yeah. Refined it's sugar. Not, yeah. It's horrible. It, I mean, Don't some of the it. stuff I've been yeah. reading about it, I mean, I'm no doctor or nutritionist or food scientist or anything like yeah. that, but like it feeds cancer is it's a horrible thing saying yeah. and if you can avoid it avoid worse. it as much as you can like my, my dear old dad a year and a half ago was told he only had months to live and he mm. was a sugar fiend yeah and he went off sugar year and a half later he's still here yeah look don't get me wrong every now and again you got to treat yourself a little right absolutely but there's better ways of doing it there's better example. ways of doing it and as he reaches right. into the esky oh you know? what's, what's this flavor <laughs> yeah that's the vodka to put into it later <laughs> on <laughs> that's awesome you know for instance like this that, is a chocolate flavored coconut what, water. What did I just drink? This this is amazing. You drank a coffee flavored. Coffee flavored coconut, coconut water. water. This is something I've I've always been fascinated about with coconut water because I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Um, when I, when I don't see this one because it's my favorite, I I'll uh, just buy whatever's available. And some of them taste like absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like there's, there's stuff in the can. Yeah. It just tastes yeah. like rusty water. Uh, and and someone um, an, another guy I met who had his own coconut water company years ago, 
uh, said it's got something to do with using young coconuts and only with a certain amount of time you actually crack them and... and so it's a really good question. And it's, um, it's actually what we're about to reveal with everybody this year and our goal this year. So one of the most asked questions that I get is, why does every coconut water taste different? Mm. What is the difference between every coconut water? Why does this one have more sugar than that one? Why is some sweet, some sour, some taste like ass? You know, like yeah. it's... And, um, and we want to reveal that to people. We want to tell, give them this story. And 10 years ago, that was the question that I was asking when I went and visited every one of these factories. And this is probably one of the key things to the taste range that we have and, and our success is the quality of what we do. And um, I'm going to share that story with you and why. So if you are to source a coconut, even within the same country that is at the top of a, riv at top of a hill or mm. the bottom of a hill mm -hmm. or near a river mouth or inland, mm. you know, it'll all taste different, even within that country. Mm -hmm. And the difference is, is actually the levels of the, what the levels of sodium and ph levels in the soil mm. um to where it is it's just like growing uh, you know agriculture and yeah one of the things i did 10 years ago to answer that question was i did agricultural land testing of all the soils across thailand and philippine in the different areas at oh. the farmers that we chose from and one of the biggest things to understand as well is it may not just be at that time but it's also throughout seasonality so through wet and dry season the soil soil levels will change the ph levels the sodium levels this will all change so what i did was i constructed a um a plan to where we actually um harvest our coconuts from and have 100 percent traceability mm. of our um, farmers and the source of our coconut mm. and that's just one part of it so if the soil's a little bit off you say we're not going to buy those coconuts because it won't taste like so we have a, the soil from the other ones that we grow yeah, yeah. we so have that, a certain measure yeah i won't give you those details that's our secret hey, um, but secret. <laughs> i know yeah. where you're going with this <laughs> but look we it is um it's one of those things that there's a certain level that we want to achieve um in the uh, in the agricultural testing and but then not on top of that it also comes down to Coconut water has living enzymes in it. It's a really sensitive product. A lot of people don't know this and, you know, you can't talk and say health claims through that, but I, and I'm not trying to there. Mm. But I'm, what I'm saying is that it's a really sensitive product. Mm. And so even from the time of harvest mm. to when you transport it to your factory, your manufacturer, mm. or your bottler, and you break it open, extract the water, put it through your UHT system, mm. That the time of that, the timing of that will affect the taste and quality as You're well. You gotta do it as quick as you can. And then back to what yeah, the other oh, person right. mentioned to you, mm. the age. So whether it's a young and old and yeah. mature yeah. and in between, what yeah. is your exact ideal mm. coconut that you're looking for? And I, I, can, I can honestly say today that there's a lot of brands of coconut water out there that I don't feel mm. puts in that type of effort towards mm. it. Especially and that's why you get the different taste. enzymes in it. Like you, you'd think that you, you've got to get the best one, otherwise you're going to get a crappy old one with crap enzymes. Well, that's right. You know, you, you, you think about it. You, you harvest or you mm. pick a coconut from the tree and it mm. sits there in a, in a... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
holding cell for 30 days or mm. however long that time is, it's mm. going to change. It's going to yeah. go off. It's a fruit. It's a living fruit. Yeah. Like so, I was talking to uh, Lola Berry the other day. You know Lola? Yeah, yeah. Twice, she yeah. she uh, writes you know books on, on health and, yep, and yep. eating the right foods. And uh, you can catch her in one of the uh, earlier episodes of On The Mic. And she was talking about uh, the advantages of... Um, getting fresh fruit and vegetables, but eating them like pretty much as soon as they've been straight away, been, yeah, been plucked. Look, I think that yeah, that's obviously ideal. Mm. Fresh anything straight away yeah. is is like that. But so you're all, capturing it in a way in one of these things. So that the issue with that is is the convenience side yeah. of things. Mm. Who has oh, the okay. time to be able to pick their fruit and vegetables every mm. day and eat them instantly and have it go mm. off? And that's what we're trying to help people with. That everyone mm. wants to get healthier using all these different things, but. Mm. We're just trying to make our products that have got real ingredients in it. There's mm. nothing hidden, mm. you know, it's a, it's, um, and it's all about convenience. Mm. Providing you something like a fruit and vegetable blend like mm. these ones that mm. have got convenience for you. So you don't have to mix mm. everything together and, you know, making sure that we really um, understand what's in our ingredients. Less have you is heard, more. Um, I, I don't know if this is true. It might just be a, a weird rumor out there, but have you heard that coconut water is uh, related very close to plasma in our blood and in world war ii on the battlefield yep. they actually used coconut water yep. when they ran out of blood yeah no they Have did. You heard I, that? i've read lots of books about it doing right. that yeah i've never done it myself i think it'd be a Let's good experiment bring us the needles <laughs> you know what i would probably do that as an experiment Just gonna sometime. shoot up some coconut water yeah. with with uh, chlorophyll <laughs> watermelon <laughs> wild berries and beetroot yeah Oh, that feels how, good. How good do you feel? Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be easier to drink it, but <laughs> like, yeah, of course. I mean... Probably do that 20 years into the future. No, they so. did. Like, I think it was back in like World War II or something mm. like that. They, yeah. they used, they infused coconuts into people's blood to replace the, um, to replace liquids um, from w when they're losing blood to replace the liquid or dehydration. It's all a hydration thing, really. That's crazy. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, Medic! Get some yeah. coconuts. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? It's like, <laughs> I mean, back in... In, uh, in World War Two, we went around, so maybe they can just crack open an HDKK. But I don't encourage yes. anyone to try that. No. Let me do it first. <laughs> I'll do it one day. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Um, so um, this is this is great. So tell us what what these products are that you've got, because you've gone from just coconut water to you know all chlorophyll and kale, watermelon, wild berries, beetroot. Is that because yeah. the coconut water was going great? You're getting coals and and all these massive stores all over Australia and, and soon yep. to be all over the world. And you thought, well, let's just start doing some other stuff. Look, it's like- What, what makes you decide to, 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 to grow the business in that way all Yeah, of a look, we, we wanted to empower people's lives to become healthier. You know, we want to give people the opportunity to become healthier really easily. And- um, Yes, we do. Oh, and- um, Have some too. Mm. And, um, you know, like if, if we can provide convenience health for people in a better for you beverage, then that's what we want to try to do. And we've had a different target market for each one of our products. And, Ooh. you know, it's about really understanding what your target market is for each product or each brand out there. And it's how, and, it's how uh, it gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that you're getting paid well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> With health it's, drink. Um, it, yeah, it's about look developing a range of products that can be specific to people's requirements to be able to become healthier. And, you know, it's, uh, it's about also providing convenience. Yeah. For this, you know, people, not everyone has chlorophyll, kale, watermelon, wild berries, what beetroot. What is chlorophyll in anyway? So chlorophyll is a really good nutrient for your body. Mm. It's, uh, it's a green nutrient. Um, it will help with fatigue. It'll help with, uh, without, again, you know, putting all the health claims into this because, mm. you know, we're governed by laws and stuff like that. Um, Chlorophyll is a really good 
um, nutrient that a green nutrient that can help your body. Isn't it? Isn't it something ways. that's in plants that helps get sunlight? Yep. into the plants turn it into energy Correct. or help them yep. grow or something yeah, like that yeah totally so and and you're thinking if that's what it does for a plant that's what will help with your body too. Ah, okay mm. well, all the other stuff that you've got in here uh superfoods like is superfood just something that's just created like a, a new fad or is, is a it a word the, i mean what is a superfood yeah look a superfood i suppose is something that's going to give you an enhanced nutrition or something that's going to give a benefit to your body mm. yeah it's probably a pretty flimsy word that gets thrown out there a lot to people as a um, that, but you know, I, I really do believe that, you know, a lot of fruits and vegetables that are out there now mm. are superfoods that we haven't been aware of. And we're becoming more aware of these things as we find out the health benefits of what they can do, mm. you know, like it's, but we didn't know that all these, um, there was all these different benefits of these fruits and berries out there now. And yeah, we're Lola, becoming more educated. I was talking about Lola before, uh, Lola was saying something about, uh, you know, blueberries can, they go past the blood-brain barrier, and mm. there's there's so much crazy shit about food that we're all learning, and people are becoming more savvy to this kind of stuff. Totally now, which is great because you hear so many horrible stories of food scientists that aren't nutritionists that are telling people you know what they should eat, and it, and it's this crap that will just sit on the shelf for a year because scientists made it rather than an actual nutritionist. Yeah, yeah, and and people are getting off sugar like like we were saying and. And figuring out why we need potassium and why why we should be trying you know chlorophyll and yep. and and why we should be eating things that aren't made from a, a concentrate like what what's what's the difference? Well, like there? as you go through your busy life, you mm. know, and everybody has a busy life. Let's face mm. it, you know, real people have busy lives everywhere they, in everything that they do. And if you're you're draining your potassium or you're draining different things levels of your body and you're tra- draining sorry yourself in your constant busy life, so. Becoming more aware of the different fruits, like you said, berries and things like mm. that, that you can put into your life to replace these nutrients in your body and replace the electrolytes in your body if you're dehydrated and all that, um, is you know what we're trying to do in, in instances like this. You know, we're trying to provide people that convenient solution to it. That's good, man. Yeah. So um, you mentioned before a couple of uh, you, you you pulled out a few quotes from different books. You're a big reader. Yeah, I am. Yeah, so I set myself a goal to read a book a month. Um, what are you reading self now? Self development. Uh, at the moment, I'm reading the Master Key System. Um, so actually, that book I can only read one chapter a week, and then I got to practice it. So the Master the, Key System. Yeah. Okay. What a, are you practicing this week? Doing random interviews on the internet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> random last-minute interviews <laughs> on the internet. It's, um, oh well, take no, that one. <laughs> no, it's um, I'm actually also just finished reading a, a really fantastic book called um, Zero to One mm. um, by Peter Thiel from uh, who started PayPal, and that book is about um, developing a product and when, when developing a product and I mean in this case he developed a, uh, a finance platform um, but his strategy of zero to one can be implemented in anything and it's about if you're going to develop a product or you're going to launch a business or something like that launch something if you're going to launch it into a market that already exists mm. you're launching yourself at zero and you're mm. trying to chase that number one position yeah if you're launching something that is a new category or something new that's innovative that's a disruptor mm. you're launching at one and the competition starts at zero trying to get to your number one position right okay it's a pretty cool. simple strategy but yeah. and it's not to say that you don't launch product mm. or launch a, a brand or launch something in a in a um in a saturated market it's about if you're going to do it Launch something that's different. Understand mm. what your monopoly is. Yeah. Understand what your different point is. And in more so, understand who you're actually targeting when launching that. Mm. I see, I've seen so many businesses and brands and stuff like that. 
launch over the years of, of my now almost 10 years experience in this, mm. um, you know, launch a brand and say, this product is so good, it's for everybody. Mm. But in fact, it's not. Because yeah. we're all different. Yeah. We're all different types of people. Yeah. You know, people want to know why it's good for them. And, people want to know And they want to go, oh, that's me. I'm not yeah. just everybody. People and a lot of people, um, you know, they focus on what they do and, and how they do it and stuff like that. And, mm. But they forget the why they do it. You know, obviously, I've, I'm not sure if you've seen the Simon Sinek starts yeah, with why. Yeah, I met Simon Sinek. He's a dude, amazing. isn't he? Oh, he's a dude. The thing uh, he does on millennials. Actually, yeah. let's show that now. Simon Sinek, uh, he does this little video on millennials in, in the workplace. Take a look. I'm sure he won't mind us playing it. Yeah. So you take this group of people and they graduate school and they get a job and they're thrust into, an, into the real world. And in an instant, they find out they're not special. Their moms can't get them a promotion. Um, that you get nothing for coming in last. And by the way, you can't just have it because you want it. Yeah, Simon Sinek, there he is on Millennials. But this guy, all about finding your why. So what was yeah. your why when you were starting the coconut company? Yeah, look, I again, I wanted to empower people's lives to become healthier. You know, give them a convenient offering of mm. health. And I'm not saying like, this is going to change your life. I'm saying, here's an easy step to help you get a healthier life. And, you know, my vision from, the, from day one in this business, ten, from 10 years ago, nine, 10 years ago when I set it, mm. has not changed. Although the business has now evolved into multiple different brands and ranges, my vision from day one was a healthier fridge and pantry in every household. And that has never changed. Yeah, wow. My, my mission um, statement, um, it changed in two words. I removed the word coconut water. Mm because we now have moved into other things outside of just coconut water. Okay. So empowering people's healthy lives. Uh, yeah, uh, it's still drinks though. It's still beverages. Beverages. Yep. Look, we're, we're healthy beverages. We're a healthy mm. beverage business. We and don't say beverage enough in Australia. Aussies say, have a drink. Have oh, what's this drink? <laughs> but in America, it's beverage. Would you like a beverage? Yeah. Yes, I would like a beverage. Thank you. Well, have a skewy of coconut water then. A, a beverage. <laughs> um, yeah, cool, man. Well, so you, you thought of, because this is going so well, what's what's next on your hit list? Are you going to stick with this forever? Or, I mean, so, you've look, done um, so many things in your career, in your life. I do. Look, I, I believe that we've got a lot more to grow with, with the beverage industry and the healthy beverage industry. And, you know, we just launched a watermelon water brand, got H2 Melon. Where's the watermelon? Because I hate watermelon. Yep, I, I, I want to see if I like it. <laughs> and this is an honest opinion, yeah. an honest yep. reaction. Because, like... I, I think they get watermelon flavors so wrong. Yeah. Lucky way ours like, is not flavoring. Everything from lolly, watermelon yeah. lollies, um, watermelon oh, chewing gum. Yeah. Oh, he's just making Try sure that. it's cold. Because yeah. it, it's got to be cold. And I did hear Carl Sandland's doing an ad on the radio about this. I hope you got your money back it was, promoting this about saying, yeah, if the seeds are in your bum and, and the fertilizer are in your ass, well, grow some watermelons in there. And Jackie is like, oh, shit. You know what we, we said to Carl? We said, like, Ooh. Carl, you go and speak the truth about what you think about watermelon and yeah. go out there and do something and yeah, talk that's about what it. And, and, and that's what we're about. Like yeah. real people having real opinions on, uh, on, on what it is. It's actually quite good. I was, I was, were you surprised? I was, I was, I was, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised for two reasons. One yeah. is it's good. And two is I thought I had to fake it if it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually I'm glad good. I didn't need to. So, I mean, watermelon's one of those things that it's oh, been... Oh, I got a pip. No, I'm just joking. Only kidding. <laughs> we put that through the filtration. They're only on the packaging. But look, it's watermelon's one of those things that's been in your life forever. You know, it's a happy mm. drink. It's been part of your life. It's been, you've been eating a watermelon as a kid or there's been watermelon lollies, like you said, or watermelon mm. everything but it's never been available as a drink, ready to drink. And how many people do you see carrying their big watermelon down to the beach? You know, like it's just something you can't do. 
Well, now you can. Frankie, try this. It actually tastes like a real watermelon. Honest opinion, Frankie. We're all about honesty and transparency come here. Come in here, come in here, to the camera. Say, what do you think? It's good, I already know it's good. I already drank this stuff already. Yeah, he does. You could freeze that and make it in icy poles. So actually, funny you bring that up. We just launched a campaign. What? It's going right now with Gelatissimo. So we've got a, we've got a H2 melon, melon berry. freezing this. They've got a melon berry ice cream <laughs> in Gelatissimo uh, worldwide. They're in a couple of countries at the moment. What? Um, and you can buy the H2 melon... Um, gelato from uh gelatissimo at the moment so it's on time for on special how many flavors of this stuff have you got coconut water we've got uh a range of 21 products now uh we've got a whole new brand as well launching in april this Mm -hmm. year um which is stepping outside of watermelon and stepping outside of coconut as well uh but still focused on healthy beverage uh but yeah at the moment 21 um skews and you know each one of our ranges has really been targeted towards a different demographics of people you know like we've we've gone in because i'm a kind of kids. person that loves potassium and lycopene yeah what's lycopene so, so lycopene it's a, is, it's a carotenoid apparently i heard it's a photonutrient which is an awesome antioxidant is yeah, that right you heard right yeah <laughs> look at again it's one of those antioxidants it's, you know it's also found in tomatoes um it's the thing that really makes it go red as well but it's uh, it's one of those things that go with gin oh yeah now we're talking did we bring any gin? What's, 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 what's the best one to drink with alcohol? I should have asked that first. You should have. I would definitely say the watermelon to date has probably been. But, you know, an espresso martini with the Coco Espresso has also been pretty, oh, pretty favorable really? across the years. Okay. We used so, to have, in Backroom, we used to have a, a whole coconut bar. Mm-hmm. And we had the fresh coconuts. And when we'd run out of coconuts, we're pouring HD cocoa into it. And people would What's never... the best coconut cocktail there is? Give it to us right the now. Best coconut Come on, you're a bartender. Cocktail. You know yeah, how to make one. Actually, I've never been a bartender. I couldn't pour a drink to save my life. What? But, yeah. Are you serious? I, I was good. I, I was oh, good I at drinking thought, them. Yeah, no, you were always running around, running the. Back I was, room, run, I was the running bar. around. Yeah, um, look, it's um, the best cocktail that we used to serve there was a cocktail called H2 Cool, which was made of coconut water, cucumber, a little dash of lime, Ooh. and vodka. So that was probably very simple ingredients. Um, and what do you do? Do you really, shake it, stir yeah, it, shake it, stir blender. it, slip it. You don't even need to blend it. No, no, no. Mm. Just a, a piece of cucumber. As, uh, as we just add that bit of freshness to it as well. Mm. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, H2 Cool. There you go. Even if you don't watch the whole interview, you know, you now know how to make a cocktail. Thanks to David yeah, Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it tastes good for you. That's so cool, man. Well, thank you so much for bringing in all this amazing coconut water and, and talking about it and, and telling us all, this, all the ingredients you got into your new ones. Is there anything that we haven't talked about? Anything that I've forgotten? Anything look, that we've um, left off that you wanted to, to tell us about your incredible empire? Yeah, look, it's um, it's I suppose I could talk about the uh, the journey a little bit that it's been on, and and hopefully I can give some people some advice and mm. in their business as well along the way. Yeah, uh, so if you if you're a young kid watching this right now and you're thinking, you know, one day I'd like to be an entrepreneur like this guy over here, then maybe you want to give him a few tips. Yeah. How do you start out? Maybe a couple of books to read. Yeah, look, I definitely think self-education, self-development is, a, is an amazing thing. Like, mm. um, you know, I mentioned getting yourself a mentor is also a good mm. way to help and ask and don't be shy to reach out to people and I'm happy to... Um, do you have a mentor now? I do have, yeah, I've got the, two the different mentors. The bearded guy from the radio? <laughs> Carl, no, I'm not sure how good of a mentor he is. <laughs> um, but look, to be honest, he's an amazing person. Yeah. He really is on and off air. He's just, he's just hilarious and... I've said this many times before, you know, there's, there's so many people 
that dislike his approach and there's so but there's so many people that love his approach and mm. at the end of the day the people that dislike his approach mm. can't stop watching him yeah so he's got to be doing something right I you know him. like he's yeah he, he, he put me on uh, my highest rating primetime tv show oh nice yeah because he didn't show up and i got to fill in for him <laughs> <laughs> for a while there I was like, waiting for that catch I, 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 was, I was filling in for him on Big yeah. Brother because remember when Kyle and Jackie O yeah. um, hosted Big Brother and he had a few problems with migraines or something like that and I'm like cool people yeah. thought I was putting something in his food whatever he's on set but no and then uh, he couldn't do the radio show uh, over Christmas time or something like that yeah. so I got to fill in for him there but He's always been great to me and you know, he's a shock jock and he has a lot of fun and he yeah. says things like watermelon seeds up your ass in an ad. And he says people what go, people oh, are thinking, they, right? They can't stop listening to him and he's, he's still the most successful you know, radio announcer in totally. this country alongside Alan Jones. Yeah, totally. And uh, and it's great to see and Jackie, him. And Jackie, of course. Obviously, they so complement well. each other. Well, well Jackie is really the brains behind the business. Yeah, she? totally. I mean, <laughs> She's all, the humble one. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all Jackie O as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But love them both. That's cool. And so your mentors, you were saying yeah look i've, I've got uh, i've got two mentors that i definitely um that i definitely run things by and talk mm. to and stuff like that and um they are two in two separate industries um and they're great people and great friends and like i said like catch up with them run them past ideas um don't be shy to tell them the truth as well i think people sometimes go throughout business and get caught up in their own ways and don't realize what the truth is that's happening or don't realize what's going on. Um, you know, you can get so caught into something that you don't mm. understand it mm. or that you may not be getting it, but you don't understand why it's not working or what's happening. Getting someone's opinion is always a better way. And, and who are they? Are they people that you worked with before? Or um, no, they're not actually. So um, I'd probably say two mentors that I'd look up to is uh, one's called Toby Brown. He's a, a, from a company called Pharmacare and he's just an amazing, I think he's in his 60s, man, doesn't have a mobile phone, is mm. just like one of the most inspiring people. Doesn't the empire that mobile, he's been, wow. built, yeah, just the empire that he's been, built has just been amazing. And you know what I like best about it is, you know, he has similar values to myself, I think, in terms of being humble and, you know, and just really wanting to help people. And, and I think that's a great thing. I and think and how, do you, how do you ask, I've never really had a mentor other than my dad, but how do yeah. you ask someone to be your mentor? Because... It would be a quite confronting question to someone who's never heard it before. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, look, I, I think it's, look, maybe it may not even be using those words, mm. but maybe just going and have a conversation with them at first. Do you mind if and I can say, talk to you mind if, again? Yeah, you've, yeah. Had a, you've had an experience. Can I ask you a couple of questions on it? Mm. And, you know, to date now, like, I probably, um, I get people hitting me up all the time on LinkedIn or Facebook. Hey, I want to do this. Can I run this idea past you? And I'll always give my honest yeah. opinion with mm. it and always give my time to try to help because... Mm. You know, if I had the help when I was starting my business, mm. I feel like I'd be so much further ahead. Mm. I didn't have that. I didn't reach out to anyone. I was self-centered and caught up in my own thing. And mm. it was like, no, you know, you've got to come down, learn and reach out to other people too. Auntie Jane did help you. We can't forget Auntie Jane. Can't forget Auntie Jane. Thanks, Auntie Jane. Yeah, thanks, Auntie Jane. You're beautiful. <laughs> do you, do you send her like a pallet of coconut water every month? Yeah, she's got unlimited <laughs> supply, of course. Yeah. Do, does that happen? Do you have like family members like, hey, dude, come on. Yeah, where's my delivery? You know, you just have like a list of people that have to get it for free every month. You know, you that's what Red Bull do. Red Bull is forking it out everywhere and getting it on TV. The likes of, you look at like the likes of like Red Bull, Chobani, those guys. You know, their whole marketing thing. Mm. They're, they're leaders in their category. Their marketing is about getting it into people's hands and trying it. And you know, we're taking that approach as well. No one knows what this is going to taste like. Everyone's like coffee and coconut water. These mm. guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, like, but, like, but then would, you try it. If you didn't have the watermelon thing here today, like, there's no way I would buy that normally. But now yeah. I would definitely go and buy it. Oh, thank you. 
That's good. And this is not a paid advertisement. Yeah. It's because we wanted to get to know this guy and how he became a success and have a chat because he's an awesome dude. Yeah, thanks very much. Like, Yeah, cool, man. That's great. Well, I reckon we've done everything. We've covered it yep. all. Yeah, we have. Yeah, thank you. Like, and and th um, thanks for leaving us the esky. No problem. You guys enjoy it. What else did we get? Oh, what's this one? I'm sorry I didn't rock up like Oprah and give out, you know, a free yeah, card, everyone. Coconut water for everyone! <laughs> coconut water. Yeah, exactly. David Freeman, yeah. thank you so much for being on the mic. Thanks, and man. congratulations yeah. on, on your incredible company and good luck with everything for the future. Thanks if very much. If people want to follow your exploits and uh, everything that you're doing, where, the, where can they find you? Yeah, look, we've got, we've got a website, h2coconut.com. Um, it's probably the best there. There's our blog site and things like that as well. Um, it's probably the best place to go to. What about your Insta? Yeah. What about your Twitter? Yeah, obviously about Instagram. You can find all those on there. <laughs> we've got Instagram at H2 Coco. Yeah. Um, and we've got uh, H2 Melon, which is uh, H2 Melon Water. Yeah. Love the story. Very inspiring. Thank you You think you you're going to take it out on the road and be an inspiring motivational speaker kind of guy? Uh, I'm actually speaking at an FMCG summit in Melbourne this oh, Friday. Fantastic. So I started doing, getting asked to do a few things. And I'm speaking at a um, My Red Cons, uh, Summit sorry, in Queensland. Um, which is a tech and food conference uh, in, right. in April as well. So awesome. a couple of little things here and there. Look, it's, um, it's a busy time. I love sharing the story and experience and, and what mm. we're doing. Like I said, like I want to help people and, and, and share the experiences and challenges mm. that we've had. People want to hear challenges. Not everyone wants to hear about, yeah. oh, how good I've done this or what yeah. it is. It's not about that. Yeah. That doesn't help you. Yeah, you've had some challenges, that's for sure. We've had lots of ups and downs. Um, mm. one of the, you know, another main advice that I'd, I'd love to share is you know, understanding your financials. That, that, you know, growing broke thing mm. was a really bad turning point for our mm. business a couple of years ago mm. and understanding that, you know, so getting into the details of it, getting yourself a good finance manager or accountant or bookkeeper, whatever size you're at mm. and, and trust them, believe in them and listen to what they say and be on top of that constantly. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Something yeah. you should all do. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Awesome. Yes. David Freeman. Thank you. David, join us on the mic. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Mike Goldman Live and more episodes to come. Watch them all, like them, share them. Exactly. We love it. I'm gonna drink some coconut water. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>